Warning. Elements of real-world religion are used in this podcast to serve the purposes of a work of fiction. They are to drive the drama forward and are not intended to be taken as a statement of opinion by the players. Thank you for listening. Yeah, let's go find the guide. Mm. It's easy to find a guide. Uh, it's Hope's Landing. You can find whatever the hell you want. You just yeah. look around We're for a while. We're looking for Rosanen, Mary Tarkey, the girl you told, us about, told me about. Mm-hmm. Yep, she knows her way south. Let's go talk to her. All right, jump in. Uh, Take the reins. So when you walk around the corner to where you hear that Mary is going to be, you see a Native American woman sitting, kind of lounging, smoking a cigarette. Uh, she's got long, dark hair like you would expect, and uh, a deerskin dress embroidered beautifully, but is also mm. wearing like the hunter-trapper pa- uh, deerskin pants that you mo- more often see on a man and is splayed wide with a very male stance about her. Uh, and she's just sitting there, kind of just waiting for what's next because she does not have trouble finding work in this town. It comes to her. She does, yeah, she does not need to find it. <laughs> so we get to describe all characters for her. I'm envisioning kind of like, I'm kind of envisioning like a Jane Cannery from Deadwood. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, only less drunk. Yeah. Right. And make it less, make it less top hat with a feather. Like, like Eddie Jane. Yeah, yep. let's uh, let's do a quick once around the table for Ooh, what your characters yeah, look like. this part. But please bake it down to like two sentences so we can keep it moving. What's the name? Mary Tarkey. T-A-R-G-H-E-E. Mary. Got it. <laughs> this is an actual relative of her. <laughs> it is. It is my great, she great, is great, 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 great grandmother. That's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> That's me. Yes, it is. <laughs> you are Kiefer Sutherland. Lost boy, got it. <laughs> With the musket. guns. <laughs> I said that just to bother you. Twenty-four. <laughs> All right. Uh, I guess I'll start then. Yep. So, uh, about just under six feet. Uh, very handsome, piercing eyes. Jared Leto-looking guy, the kind of guy in a. Uh, in a coat uh, with, with some pla- plating over it, kind of looks like an anachronism, a, a very good looking anachronism, uh, but still wearing kind of a long duster coat. Um, 10. Um, he is dressed like those two guys. He's dressed a little bit like Doc and a little bit like uh, um, Jed, um, like he admires them or something. Because like 10 year old kids would just absorb their elders. He's dressed a little bit country and a little bit rock and roll. That's right. <laughs> uh, a little tem- bit of Motown in my soul. <laughs> Temperance is a uh, very petite, about five foot, uh, half elven woman. For the sake of this particular setting, it's uh, half Chinese. Hmm. Uh, very well dressed, very sort of youthful and pretty looking. But uh, as mentioned at the table, she's been in Hope's Landing for about 15 years. So we've probably seen each other before. Yeah. Uh, Jed is, uh, he's a rough looking guy. Uh, he normally wears like a, uh, like a, uh, almost like a, a long mustache, but, uh, it's recently been shaved off, so he's got a few days of stubble going. Uh, shortcut, uh, shortcut hair. And, uh, due to a recent fire, his duster jacket has burnt holes through it. <laughs> um, I don't know what you've done. <laughs> nice. And he looks like Toby <laughs> Stevens from Black Sales. Nice. Yeah. You shaved though, right? I am. I'm. Well, I'm clean. I was clean shaved a few days ago, so it was a few days of stubble. Okay, gotcha. <clears throat> There's been some murdering since then. So, and we're being brought to you as with knowing the prospective clients. Yeah, mm. and you know, 
you know from Jedediah's experience, and a little bit from Temperance too, because Temperance is a local, uh, that Mary is where you go when you want to go south. Mm. Alright, then <laughs> Levi will probably be the first to say <laughs> Temperance also goes <laughs> where you want to go south. Levi being the self-imposed face of the party will just immediately approach. You must be Mary, how do you do? Very I'm, well. I'm Levi Williams. Extends a hand. Pleasure. I come up behind Willow. Eli. Mary, pleasure to see you again. Please excuse Mr. Williams. He's uh, very enthusiastic when it comes to meeting women folk. Oh, well, 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 you know that I <laughs> That's do not what dis- I always say. You know that I do not discriminate and that I don't always pay cash. But on to business. <laughs> Mary, we're uh, we're tracking a feller uh, down in Wayne County. Uh, need somebody to show us the way. Uh, your service is available for hire? They are, indeed. We've got some money to spend, and uh, well, we could use somebody who knows the trail. You, uh, you up for the challenge? I like money. Fair enough. <laughs> I think that means yes, everyone. <laughs> we did the research, and a dollar in ATU is about $25 a month, just so you have a point of reference. Yeah, amazing. Well, when we're all ready, we'll saddle up and go. Uh, Mary, if I could, a word. Um, just because it impacts you in your trade, uh, we are traveling with a, uh, a woman and a child. They won't get in the way. Understood. Right. Uh, how Usual you, price. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, so you, you had like the buckskin uh, dress and pants. Is there any like like tribal filigree, or are you wearing um, more like a, a west, uh, a, a, like a European so, trappings? Or? So a bizarre combination. So like, definitely looks like has interacted with enough Westerners that is trying to pull off that so that way they're more comfortable hiring her, but also has a bear claw uh, necklace on. Um, no visible tattoos, no, sure no, no actual markings or anything, but... And, and uh, how are you armed? Uh, bow. Bow and short swords. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. So you just see a long bow strapped to her back. And... It's the first bow of the party. Mm-hmm. And... Pretty fucking cool. <laughs> the party boner. <laughs> I thought you said both. He said, how are you armed? And you said both. Both. <laughs> I have both my arms. Right, right. Both my arms. Listen, if I was playing a monk, it would work. <laughs> I have bare arms. I've got all six of my arms. <laughs> you got both. You're right. both still there. Oh. All the fingers. Both, both, both is good. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, I'll leave all right. We'll get ready to go. All right. What would be a uh, typical price for taking them? Uh, this is a lengthy journey into Wayne County. This would be an appropriately $100 to $120 kind of... For a party of five with a child, probably closer to the high end of that. Okay. Um, $150, half up front. All right. I've got 20 to contribute. Yeah. Mm. I'll make that 25 25, 50, 75, 100, so we need to find an extra 50 bucks. Because you give all your money to her. I'm going to fail reading a book. I have my own money. Oh. I keep it now. Good. We're going we're gonna to squeeze it. Because we need it. We're going to roll the child for money. Rough you up and steal your little coin purse or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> this lunch money, doofus. <laughs> so what, I'll do 1250 up front then? Or what? I'll pay you your share. Okay. 
So that's uh, one fifty divided by four. I give. I, I put in twenty five dollars. Let's do it this way. She did only ask for half of her. Which True. Seventy five. All right. So seventy five divided by four equals everybody puts in nineteen bucks. With this group, you said half up front, that means $125. <laughs> and they would have bought it. Everybody yeah. as in the four of us. <laughs> the four, the four of us. Well, yeah, the four of us, yeah. because we're not letting you shoulder Gideon's share on your own because it makes for difficult maths. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it, right, you got it. All right. You've hired your guide. Also, as maths. a fun fact, uh, Jedediah. Yes. Down the stable is a uh, certain horse you're familiar with. Ah, yes, my certain horse. I need to name my certain horse. Don't name time. it, it'll die. <laughs> you remember what I named it? Nope. How about Cyr- Cyril? It's okay. Cyril. Cyril the horse? Cyril the horse. I had a brother named Cyril. Well, he's a horse now. <laughs> he used to be a Killian. I had breakfast named Cyril. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yep, Cyril my horse. <laughs> Cyril is uh, free from his prison in the stable. Yeah. He's a he's an old stubborn asshole of a horse. Well, Jed's an old stubborn asshole of a guy. So, yep. <laughs> he, how the, old is Jed? Um, early thirties. Ooh, you're like a shade from death in this world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he looks yeah, like I'm about he's to collar on myself to death. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're basically the stable master is happy to make your horse go away. Mm. Your horse is kind of a deal. Yeah, he's an ornery cuss. Yeah. He and I have an understanding. I don't shoot him and he doesn't kick me. <laughs> That's really good. Like like, That's our agreement. <laughs> so far we've gotten along famously. Uh, speaking of ornery cusses at various holding pens. No, no, not you. <laughs> Different um, ornery cuss. Before we leave town, I want to check in again at the Mary Ram. Okay. I want to see if Chunk's Duster has been in... Anytime recently. Not at all. No? Alright. And, uh... No. Oh, come on. I'm coming up up with more fake names. So, Chunks hasn't been through anytime recently. Nope. Alright. And, uh... No Pinkertons neither? Nope. Well, if a Pinkerton does come through, charge him double. They always do. (laughs) <laughs> Charging triple then. Dizang. That's a little bit much, even for Hope's Landing. Two and a half? Sold. Just make sure they have a real good time. This is uh, Miss Helena, who's got the uh, the super blonde hair, cropped short. And she's leaning behind the bar and... This is the woman who, like, when she hits the fan, she grabs the double barrel that's behind the bar. Mm-hmm. She knows how to get down when things get fucked up. Now, Miss Helena, you make sure those Pinkertons have a real good time. You make sure they have a hard time walking, riding, holding anything steady the next day. You hear me? Well, wouldn't be doing my job if not for that, no? <laughs> You hear me as the next owner of this property. Oh, yes. The next owner. Your Majesty, your word is my command. Miss Helena, you make sure you do a real good job, or I'm going to make sure that you do. Miss Temperance, the road is that way. 
think you'll find it's very welcoming. We're just fine here, thank you. Miss Helena, you'll... You'll... You'll remember that they don't call me Miss Kitty for nothing. She just looks at you. You charge those Pinkertons two and a half times the going rate. Yeah, yeah, I heard you. I'm getting out and you give Chunks a cut on his next time in. If I see Chunks, I give him a different kind of cut. <laughs> now, Miss Helena, surely that in my absence there is someone else you can fob Chunks up on before things get physical in that kind of way? Somebody's got to stab a man. Charge him double at the bar. He won't give you no trouble upstairs. If you say so, my princess. <laughs> Miss Helena, I'm going to have you shine in my shoes if you don't mind yourself. Please feel free to go and shine the trail. Miss Helena, I will remember you the next time I am back in Hope's Landing. I can't promise the same. This is hot. Pour off. Yeah. She whores harder. <laughs> Pour check. <laughs> ah! That's horrible. <laughs> I rolled a natural 19. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Sad trombone. Oh, uh, Gideon, don't forget your hortense. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she's a bitch to you. You gathered him. What a bitch. Yeah, she'd be. Alright. I don't cut her on the face. Get this off. Alright, are we ready to move south? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Let's go. Alright. Uh, I have this random ambient audio that I've only listened to most of. Um, refresh my memory. We're going south to Wayne County. County. If we're riding at some point when things are getting heroic, I have a specific song that I want to play. I may indulge you if we get yeah. to that mood. Yeah, just let you know. When I, when I, when I first encounter you, yes. I go like, "Is he taking a pen?" Are you an shot? Indian? I never seen an Indian before. Wow. Depends on who you ask. Big old white eyes. I think it's the coolest thing. Can you just, can you just enamored? Enamored? Right away. That's Killian or for me? Quiet smiles. No, that's for Killian. Very quiet smiles. It's for Doc specifically. I get to travel with Indian. Like a real, real life. Real life Indian. Gideon, you just. Gideon, what have I told you about talking about people behind their back? Oh, <laughs> this is great. I always wanted to. It's just like this is wow. Gideon, what is so special about Mary? Something about Mary. If the word cool was invented, it would I would have used it. I would have used it. But that's like 60 years from now. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> this entire, entire side of the table made the same joke at the same time. <laughs> Now, Gideon, I want you to treat Mary with 
the same effect you treat me. Here. Oh, you got that. She might be cooler. <laughs> oh, damn. I don't, so intend, I, know, I don't intend to slip in front of y'all. So another note happens. on the, um, the it, it depends on who you ask. Mm-hmm. Since you okay. worked in the same town, you've also heard me called Mary Tarhi Kutch. 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 Uh, K-U-T-C-H. Okay. Alright. Okay. I've only been her tag along for a short time. So you probably it's no loyalty. Got it. No, I just haven't seen you before. That's why I. <laughs> so what can you tell us about your about your nemesis, Jedediah? I thought you were asking me. Personal. Well, when I knew Mister Guthrie, he uh, went by Lieutenant, seconded mm. to uh, Captain Quantrill. You may have heard of him. Have I? History check. Yeah. 12. Yeah. yeah, you're in Captain Quantrill. What do I know about him? He was a Texas man who fought for the South in the Civil War. Ah, one of, the, one of the Texas natives. Yes, I do know the name. And, uh, I don't know, out of character, you might know he was responsible for burning Lawrence, Kansas, Kansas in the Civil War. I don't know who that is either. Lawrence, Kansas was a major city that got burnt to the ground during the Civil War. Oh, okay. Mm. By Confederates who just wanted to kill civilians. Mm-hmm. Hey, we've all been there. <laughs> Bleeding Kansas. Bleeding so, Kansas. All right. Uh, he was seconded uh-huh. to Captain Quantrill. And, uh, well, they called themselves bushwhackers. More like bandits, rapists, killers. We were none better. We were Jayhawks, but we were from Kansas. They were from Missouri. I fought against the man several times. Never actually laid eyes on him personal like, but you know. He fought for slavery. I fought against it, I guess. Really it was just a reason to draw blood. And uh one day it all culminated when he sacked and burned Kansas capital to the ground. That's where my mama was staying when we were fighting the war. That's where they encountered each other and So did he did he cut you off? Mm. Did he know you before the uh, the act? Well, I know my grandpappy. He'd known uh, my daddy. Uh, never really met me. I was a youngin at the time. I guess you could say there was some bad blood between his family and ours. So you still have his uh, same army connections? It's tough to tell. After uh, after they declared the war was over, we kept fighting, but it wasn't legal like anymore. Just old blood being hashed out. A lot of us left. I headed north. I never heard what became of him. Tried to keep tabs on him for a while, but, well, you know, making money to live day to day, that sort of got in the way. It's the first I've heard of the man in quite some time. Hmm. Just wondering what kind of defenses we can expect. Well, he'll likely be holed up in the woods. We all, when we fought, it was tree to tree, forest to forest. Roads, rivers, gullies, the like. No battlefields. It's, it's not the way we did things. If uh, he knows we're on to him, he's more like to sneak into your tent in the night and slit your throat than he is to meet you on a battlefield. Best to keep him unawares. Levi gives you an expression that that's kind of, I'll do it to you, like, to listeners, it's like, kind of a look like, yeah, of course, that's that, that checks out. That makes that's, sense. That's yeah. what you would do. <clears throat> 
Alright, so we just have to find him first. That is the plan. You want me to pose as one of the Confederates? Well, you've already got a suitable suit. That is exactly what I was alluding to. It's dangerous. It's fine. I want to do this for you. Seems like the good thing to do. Well, we find a place to uh, get you into the group gracious. We'll uh, definitely. If that's if that's the approach you want to take, my conscience would be put to rest if I could look the man in the eye before I killed him. But he's not someone to be taken lightly. Well, and the, I will not miss a chance. Over the course of our journeys, I seem to be losing my taste for killing. It makes me sick. I don't know why. Didn't used to. But I will make sure to tie him up long enough for you to do your duty. Enjoying killing is a young man's game. Getting it done, though you have a distaste for it, that's what men do. I suppose it is at least the easier <laughs> of things to do. As I say, Jedediah will serve my purpose in this little coup of yours. I'll do so, with, and I will use the tools with which I am best accustomed to use. I suppose you could say that as my silver tongue. Well, if the man is still as formidable as he used to be, it will take all of our best tools to get close enough to strike the fatal blow. What sort of things can you tell me about his personality that I can exploit? What sort of things does he like to hear? He's cruel. He's vain. Vain. Very good. <laughs> I know a man like that. Pulls out his mirror. <laughs> <laughs> Duck faces. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, uh, he's someone that fancies himself as a connoisseur of the finer things. Mm. Though it's uh, more of a ruse than true to reality. That's fine. Horses. He had a fine stable of horses. Is he a legend amongst the Confederates? Amongst his people? Captain Quantrill was a legend. Although I, I would not be surprised if they knew his name. What is Quantrill's fate? Living or dead? Executed anyway. Yeah. Let me find out. He was firing squad. Captain Quantrill was a real guy, by the way. Real guy. I know. Yeah. That's cool. No, I think it was Firing Squad. Yes, but when is the problem? Uh, the late 1860s. Died 1865. Yep, so he's dead. Well, then he's the next best thing. Something a happy young confederate, wide and blue-eyed, would be happy to meet. And say, sir, it's an honor to meet you for all and see all you have done. Please enjoy this fine glass of, of this glass of wine I have purchased for us. And let me tell you about how we might be able to take back the glory of the South. How, how does how would he respond to something like that? You do your part, and he'll enjoy that. Well, thank you, Jedediah. This has been helpful for all of us. It's. It might even unnerve you at how easily Levi can just do that. Mm. It's 
This is the first time you've heard him, or heard of him, like, trying to set up a con. That's when you can see that <clears throat> this area of Utah, as you're moving south, is generally very dry. But it happens to be the springtime season, and the storm clouds are rolling up. They sort of hit the Rockies <laughs> and stop, and you get this very east effect. <clears throat> it, the storm clouds are rolling in overhead, and this is not unusual. This is just something that happens in the spring, where you get these really intense rainstorms for a day or two. They break and it becomes dry again for a whole season. I get the hiccups from drinking too much beer. Happens every season. Those things happen the, every spring. The booze got to us again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you see that the rain is now coming down pretty heavy. and uh, it's, Dust their collar up. Yeah, it makes yeah. for travel being very unpleasant. Your horses are squelch, squelch, squelching through the mud mm -hmm. as they make their progress through. And uh, you happen upon a river. It's a wide river, about 60 or 70 feet wide. And there is sort of a rickety wooden bridge connecting both sides. But it's actually sagging now from water weight. And the, uh, the spring thaw and the extra rain, the flash flooding, the water level is actually a little higher than the level of the bridge. So it's actually a little bit lower now than the surface. And uh, your path takes you to this river, and you have to cross through it to go further south. It's actually on the map right there. Mm. <coughs> it's real. So we're going far south. Yeah, it's very far south. The train is only like four or five hours. Mm. We're talking like a day and a half journey to get down to Wayne County on a horse. Yeah, that's, that's all right. On the bright side, you guys get... Short rest now. Finally, I kind of look to the to the guide and say, "Well, so typically this is the bridge we take. This is the bridge, yep. Um, can I inspect it to see if it looks like anything is failing on it? Sure. Uh, it sounds like a let's call it a survival check. Okay. Can anybody help her? I hope so. Um, <laughs> is anyone trained in survival? Me. No. I am. Doc Blythe can help her. She gets advantage on her roll. Yay! Roll different die. <laughs> okay. uh, okay. That's way better. 21. Yeah. First one was a 2. <laughs> um, this bridge is in such a condition that you think it's probably okay with people, and it's probably okay with horses, but horses and people at the same time might be a difficult scenario to adjudicate. Okay, mm. we put the duck in the canoe with the man. Okay. Alright, I have the solution for this. We got 150 feet of rope from that stable master that... That stable master <coughs> who was named... Isaac. 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 Isaac Dickoff. Um, that was his full name. Yep. Yeah. So I am going to tie a rope to my horse, walk across the bridge, then pull my horse across the bridge. Give me an acrobatics check. Can that be athletics? I'm no. pulling a horse. No, it can't. It's okay. for you to walk across the bridge. This is for balance purposes. Ah. <laughs> I'm just watching him do this. Mm -hmm. Do you have any insight before I do this? Oh, I have lots of insights before you do this. <laughs> well, feel free to jump in and keep me from doing something stupid. No, I'm pretty sure you paid me the first half, and I'm just going to watch you do this <laughs> as you just started doing it. We paid for 20. you to get us there. The, uh, the bridge tilts as you're walking along. Mm -hmm. It's sort of just the, the current's carrying it a bit as the rain is beating down. Mm -hmm. And uh, you feel like you could potentially lose your footing, but you, you don't. You're an experienced... You know, road hand. You, you make it across the bridge, you take the horse across, the horse panics a bit halfway across. But you're able to sort of like gently tug it across. And eventually the horse comes across the bridge to the point where it's no longer bending and you emerge on the other side of the river unscathed. Roll me that roll. 
So she points this out to us, right? That the bridge is rickety. Yeah, the bridge looks a little, little messed yeah. up. I would suggest walking across slowly and not being on your, your beast of burden whilst doing it. If anyone has trouble handling their horses, I will gladly do it for your stay. Oh, that would mean a great deal. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try and... I'm good with certain animals, but not these. Uh, give me an uh, athletics check to see how far you can throw a bundled piece of rope. Not far. Seven. You're about halfway across the bridge. No, okay. I'll, I'll go get it. it. No! No! <laughs> I'm light. Honestly, if anyone has a better chance. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Gideon, you made it halfway across the bridge, no problem. You only weigh like 50 pounds. Hmm. This ain't, bridge ain't nothing. It's alright. Grab the rope. Or, yeah, bring it back to the other side. We'll tie it off on either side of the, the give them something to hold on to. Alright. Who's going next? I'll tie it. I'm making a real shitty knot. <laughs> ah, the shitty knot. The best show over. I'll entrust my the horse shot. to her. Yeah. And just go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> How would you like to get the horse across? Probably using animal, animal handling. Just, and just like go to like pat, let him run across. Cooing them and just... Alright, give me a roll. A get it! Roll. Yeah. 17. You can get the Winnie out of the random ambience Ooh. track. That's pretty cool. And, um, yeah, you, you give this horse a little pat on the ass once it's lined up and it trots across the bridge. You tell it it's a pretty girl? Sure and, do. Uh, <laughs> it approaches you and you're able to like wrangle this horse without too much trouble. It's just trotting. Mm-hmm. Get my horse across as well. I'm gonna. I'll help her out. Do it. I'm right. trained animal handling. Okay. Well. With advantage to uh, go ahead and roll that one. Uh, that is a 14. Okay. Oh, no, wait. I lied. 16. That's actually much better. Yep. Uh, yeah. The horse, just like before, trots across the uh, across the bridge. The bridge tilts a little bit with the weight of the horse. Does one of these things into the current, and the horse manages to keep its footing. And so we got three horses across. Just one more. Alright, please get my my well, I'll, I'll give her, horse give divorce her across. It's horse stories for starters. Natural 20! <laughs> Natural 20? Yeah! And a 19. That was a really good roll. <laughs> yeah, that one's actually really easy. That's, her horse is very easy going and you just give it a quick pat. My horse is so easy. Uh, the horses cross without issue. The rest of you are crossing the river as well. Yeah, so we have that rope strung across now. Yep. Um, I'll go... Last, unless you want to go last. I'm good whenever. Being well, being kind of light on your feet, someone's got to untie the rope on this end and go across on their own. Mm. I mean, I'm I'm pretty pretty good, but I feel like you're a little lighter on your feet than I am. I'm also lighter on my feet. Lighter in general. Yeah. Lighter in general. You can also tie the rope around your waist as the last and one. Just dangle, just, just in case. <laughs> yeah, right. We'll so haul you in. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go across using the rope. Okay. If yeah. nothing else, you got a wall full of money on you. We're all on you. I'm with uh, advantage. On the rope. Whip up my head. About <laughs> <laughs> a 17. It's pretty damn good. How about for Levi? For one of my one? Acrobatics with advantage. advantage. Oh, okay. Acrobatics. Natural 20. So, so about 18 roll there. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. So that's yeah, 19. Yeah, yeah. 20. Yeah. I have to get across the other two. You do as well, yep. Yeah. I'm sure it'll be fine. Uh, that's a. What is it? Acrobatics. Acrobatics. Fifteen. That's also plenty. All right, you do not have advantage because you no longer have the rope to benefit you, Miss Temperance. But we'll hold on to the other end. Mm -hmm. We'll tie that end around yourself. Tie the other end around. Tie the other end to a horse and smack its ass. (laughs) (laughs) She's just gone. No, he's dead. That's why we kicked him out of the table. (laughs) Nineteen. is plenty. Yeah, you get across the bridge no problem. You see, as you cross it, there are actually uh, a tribe of some type of rural people. That appear to be living near the river. They look like frog-like in appearance. They're uh, maybe what? 
four or five feet tall and big bulbous eyes, green skin, just sort of living by the river, doing their own thing. Oh, wow. Is this something that I've seen? You know. Mary has, for sure. This is yeah. normal. Do I know? Uh, <laughs> iffy. <laughs> iffy for you. I might, maybe I've heard of these things. History? History of the very high DC. That's fine. Yeah, 12. No. Mary knows. Um, I would let you and Doc make a roll as well. History? Yeah. Or you could ask me. <laughs> but I we don't know advice. that you know. That's way less. <laughs> <laughs> Three? Uh, Doc, yeah, you've encountered these people before. These are just overruled. I've, I've been to Wayne County before, but... Uh, uh, you've probably time. ridden through, like, the corner of it or something okay, cool, to get somewhere yeah. else. Nobody really goes there on purpose. Um, but you've encountered Unless these types of people before. This is a fairly normal river-dwelling rural people. Um, they're bullywug people. What the heck? What? Bullywugs. They're part frog. Now what, now what in the blaze is this a bullywug? I had a point, but I like mm. kind of, like not in the direction. <laughs> that that is. Yeah, just like rural river just people. Another kind of humanoid people. What an amazing country! They build like little uh, rickety wooden houses on shores of rivers and hang out there. And they're they're keeping to, they're keeping to themselves. Yep, they don't seem to do anything. They don't have anything to do with you. They enjoy the rain, so they appear to be having some sort of. Bizarre little rain dance outside Frog to party. celebrate, and um, frogs fall. What, uh, what the two of you who are familiar with these creatures are aware of, basically, it's like this super bare bones, like biology textbook type stuff. Which is, uh, they lay their eggs in the mud, and the mud keeps them warm until they hatch, and they are otherwise fairly traditionally humanoid. That they have their own language. Uh, they don't like civilization, so they stay away. All right. They just sort of do their own thing. They have like, a little river party. That's what they do. Mary 100% goes up right behind the small child and says, stay close. They like eating babies. <laughs> what? <laughs> nice. Mary, is this, is this their bridge we just used? Is it their bridge that we just used? This is uh, more of a traditional construction. This is probably a human or dwarven bridge. Yeah, definitely human. human. Alright. Right. Keep, keep moving then. Yeah. Levi takes a moment to, to observe him and just kind of chuckles to himself. Incredible. We have crossed the bridge and bypassed the bullywugs. Yes, we have. <coughs> the gentle bullywugs. That's the yeah, dingiest phrase I've ever like heard. 45 minutes after leaving the bullywugs telling you like these horrible, crazy stories. About now I'm like, now I'm like right on your... Well, I'm ten, but yeah. no, right on your butt, walking through everything. I'm like afraid to leave your side. No, I, I, and I'm making this up, but I like to think that that's just something Mary does to travelers who don't know any better, so they keep oh, engaging her services. I, I hope so. Like the bullywugs probably have never harmed a hair on anyone's head, but as long as you think they're scary, you're gonna keep hiring her. Yeah, <laughs> she's basically trolling you for more business. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Absolutely not what I'm doing. <laughs> Not, nice. not even a little bit. Uh, well, I'll tell you what I'm not doing. <laughs> Is that? <laughs> So the storm continues to roll in overhead, and uh, you know you, you get a good night's sleep in Hope's Landing. You set out in the morning, but the storm clouds now are so dense overhead that even though it should be early afternoon, uh, it is dark. It's not quite dark as night, but certainly it looks more like late dusk at this point. You know, you're getting very little bits of light shining through the cloud cover. And uh, you see 
as you're sort of descending down into a large basin valley, uh, that there is a wagon that has sort of been pulled off the side of the path here. And the yoke of the wagon is down on the ground. There's no pack animals attached to it. The wagon is just off on the side on its own. Do there appear to be any animals and like can we see uh, any animals nearby? Very basic small wildlife, not anything that can pull a wagon. That's strange. Are there people on or near the wagon? You don't see anybody milling about, but it's a closed top wagon, so there might be people inside. Do we want to hail this wreckage? Uh, Mary, why don't you and I check on this wagon? Doc and Levi, you want to keep an eye on this temperance? And get I'll, keep, here? I'll keep everybody covered. With a pl- with pleasure. Call me over if there's a problem. Uh, we'll ride ahead. In fact, why don't I stay a bit behind you in case something goes wrong? I'm actually going to go on foot so I can be stealthier. And I'll ride ahead and draw attention absolutely off of you. paranoid that this is an ambush. No, okay. I'm... Give me a stealth roll for funsies. Sure. And I also am paranoid it's an ambush, but I can't describe so whatever. That is a 14. Okay. They didn't ask me to go with them, so I'll stay behind. Uh, Jedediah, you go ahead mm-hmm. of Mary. Uh, and you see that there is a lot of blood out where the yoke of the wagon descended into the dirt. Uh-oh. Just pools of dark blood. As soon as I see the blood, pistol out, hammer cocked. Yeah. Do I see the pistol out? Yep. Rifle out. <laughs> out. I definitely place. pull out um, the bow, yeah. I uh, surreptitiously cast major armor on myself if nobody can see. Got it. Um, Mary, you are trained in survival, I'm sure. Yes, uh, very much so. Jedediah, not so much? No, not at all. Mary, please give me a survival check. Sure. 20. Um, what you see is that there is a lot of blood, and it is pooled around the yoke of the wagon. Whatever pack animal was pulling the wagon mm-hmm. likely shed this blood. You also see that there are some muddy hoof prints of one pack animal that ride away from this scene. It looks like this was probably pulled by two horses. Mm-hmm. One horse suffered a very big catastrophe here. The other horse probably panicked, broke yoke, and ran. And the wagon just had nothing to pull it anymore. So it's just stationary here in the mud. And the rain continues to pour down. And it's a lot of dry soil, so there's a lot of flash flooding going on. It's not immediately absorbed into the terrain. And there's just these little rivulets of water pooling around and, like, swirling the blood around and moving it to other places. But there's enough blood left behind that, like, something bad happened to a pack animal here. Do I hear any people? You don't. Right, I want to slowly approach the back of the wagon and peek in. Okay. It's got a couple, like, <laughs> big wooden doors. Oh, um, it's not like a cloth? It's not does like it, a cloth, Does it have no. any cloth overhang at all? It's actually a completely wooden, enclosed wagon. Think about, oh. like, uh, if you've ever seen images of, like, quack doctors and, like, their magic potions or whatever. It's yeah. that sort of style gypsy wagon. caravan of stardust. Yeah. Mm. But it's not painted not in any way. Wagon. It's just, like, a regular wooden wagon. I also was thinking about doing that, so I think we'll approach it together, and so one of us will open I, the door, and the other one... I pull the door, and okay. you, because right. you have firearms, which are much more threatening. I do, I have many of them. Okay. Um, right. So yeah, I, if we're going to do this, I'm going to holster, I'm actually going to holster the revolver and take out the double barrel, and okay. just be ready to empty the <laughs> shell Basically, the I'm going to open the door, and then duck around the side. Alright. Uh, you open the door. It has very little resistance. It, there's like a little tug, and then it pops loose, no problem. When you look inside after the doors are open, there is a panicky man. Mm-hmm. Appears to be in his mid to late 40s, balding on top with sort of a mediocre comb over. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like 
creeped into one corner, like torso pressed up against the corner of his wagon. And he's like, don't shoot! Don't shoot! I, I immediately lower the gun, but like, low ready, not like, yeah, put away. You alright? I suppose you're not here to rob me, are you? Uh, it looks like you've had enough trouble for one day. What happened? There was some creature took my horse. What kind of creature? Jesus Christ. Wow, that was yeah. nice. <laughs> Thanks, music. Twice. Give, give, twice the, the give the music inspiration, inspiration please. <laughs> 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 right? um, it says it was uh, one of those creatures from the mountains, the one with the uh, big wings. Shit, that sounds terrifying. Have I heard of that kind of creature before? Uh, give me a nature check. Fifteen? There are certainly winged creatures that live out in the Rocky Mountains, but... Uh, Oh, this I, far out. Oh, I get it. The Rocky Mountains. <laughs> Ouch. I officially hate you. Yeah. Yeah. You lose inspiration. I officially love that he hates you. Yeah, no, it's, uh, you've heard of creatures like this before coming out of the Rocky Mountains. It's pretty far from the mountains, though. Um, if they're real hungry, maybe. But there's a few different varieties of winged creature that might come out this mm-hmm. way. What's your name, mister? Uh, Milton. Mr. Milton, uh, my name's Jed Blackburn. Mary, you want to pop out here, please? Introduce yourself. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> I've got spurs on. You both do. It's the Wild West. Everyone's got spurs. Baby's got spurs. I'm actually gonna like wave down to the rest of the party and like motion for them that it's it's safe for them to come down. My companion here is Mary. We have a few more fellers traveling with us. Uh, I'll begin a rush. Where where was y'all heading? Says, uh, I was on my way back up to Hope's Landing. I uh, I supply some of the frontier towns out here. Going the other direction. Um, listen, we're we're heading south. We're going to Wayne County. We can't get you up to Hope's Landing. And uh, that bridge up there, uh, it's uh, it, it ain't much safe in the storm. I don't know what you're wanting to do, but uh, if we can help you, we'll try. So my plan was to hole up here. Till the storm passed, hope I didn't get eaten. Well, there are some natives, uh, I don't think they're much of the friendly type. You, uh, you're heading back down to Wayne County? That was the plan, you're welcome to join us, it's in the other direction. Probably buy a fine horse out there. Well, you're welcome to travel with us. You'd have me. I think that could be arranged, uh, check with my... Showmates here, but I don't see why not. Do we arrive by now? Yeah. Did the yeah. frog people eat that ox? Did <laughs> you say to him? No, I say that just out loud to anybody who's paying attention to me. Oh, sad. which would absolutely be me. Is she it... goes up and like actually like takes fingers in the blood and like looks <laughs> like she's like tasting it and then looks Ooh, at you and then looks at you and just kind of like shut right up. I love. Is it daytime? Is it daytime? Uh, it's evening time. Oh, it's afternoon, it's but it looks like evening. But it's dark. Yeah, because of the storm clouds. Well, happy end of the day to you, sir. Levi Williams. These are my companions. These are our companions. You've already met Jed, Mary, Doc. Doc Lath. He extends a hand to each of you. Milton Standish. Milton Standish. Does he know me? Milton Standish. Uh, he makes a history check. Yeah, he's heard of you, actually. When you introduce yourself, he says, Oh! I truly am blessed. Well, I wouldn't go that far, but... Better right. to meet you than one of them creatures in the mountains. Doc, you want to give me a hand checking out this wagon? If, if it can still roll, we can hook some horses up to it. Yeah, let's see what we can do. We're bringing this man with us? 
He's uh, going to travel south with us to Wayne County. He's encountered a bit of bad luck here. I don't think he's going to fare so well if we leave him here in the mm. rain. Of course not. Good to have you with us, Resident. He's, he's very happy to be in the rain. When I introduce myself, does he know me? He does not. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he, uh, he's happy to talk about what he does. He's a merchant. He goes back and forth between the, the frontier towns out in Wayne County in Hope's Landing, which is the nearest place to get actual supplies. He basically like rides up, buys supplies when they're cheap in the winter, and then he goes back and forth between the towns to like supply all these random frontier towns that can't make their own rope and stuff like that. Like, just really basic stupid shit. Stir up, bless you. This is just general store, yeah, Kutramon kind of stuff. They don't have their own general store because the towns are too small. So he basically rolls they the wagon out and folds one side down, and they're just little like prospective towns and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly, exactly, and like. People who are afraid to go near the bigger towns, so sometimes it's natives, sometimes it's uh, fantasy races that don't do well in cities. Sometimes so these, these it's... People still live in tents, right? Like, not really... A, they have some structures, some wooden yet. structures and stuff. Not a lot. Small like, towns. Like a wooden facade with a canvas basically the yeah. the walls, yeah. Yeah. It's mm. like late, mid, mid to late afternoon right now? Yeah, but it's dark out because of the storm clouds. A really dense, dark, rolling gray Starting most of the light, and uh, the wagon is certainly still pullable. Uh, whatever took this man's pack animal uh, took it and left. And the way he describes it, it was a lizard like creature that descended from the sky, took his horse in its talons, and flew away with it. We have dragons in these parts. I read about dragons. A lizard like winged creature with talons. I feel like Jed might be more understanding of like. Crazy wild animals he's never heard of versus no, magic. Like, like yeah, uh, th- it's a separate thing in his mind. Like, yeah, yeah there's weird wild animals in the mountains. Magic is is a bizarre, quaint custom, you know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but at any rate, yes, we're gonna help Mister Mitten move it back to to Wing County. Yeah, the storm continues to pound this area, and it does so with rumbling ferocity. It's just this constant barrage of thunder and lightning and rain, and it pools and swells and drips down all the different valleys that you're trying to climb back out. And at some point it becomes so dark that it's no longer sensible to travel. And in addition to to that, um, you're now in open expanse. And there's these little rises and things, but there's not a lot of tree cover. There's not a lot of terrain cover. And the lightning now is striking down into random spots into the area that you're going through, and it just doesn't look safe to travel. The lightning's coming down, and there's nothing to break the lightning. Mm. Is there anywhere within cover that we can see? It's like, like a... Wooded areas, or... Like... You don't see, like, wooded areas. This is a pretty open, rocky... Yeah. Um, not flat ground. It's actually quite the opposite with ripples of stone and things like that, but there's nothing that sticks out above the ground level more than about 8 to 12 feet. It's just these constant, like, if you... Wrinkled up some blankets and put terrain on top of it. That's what it looks like. Um, but there is, like, covered aerates and things like that. You could wheel the wagon under and try and get some cover for the night out of the rain. That would probably make the most sense for making camp tonight. Yeah, and for resting the horses. They don't want to stand out in the rain all night. Yeah. As you're uh, looking for a suitable spot, you actually do see that there is a skeleton strung up underneath one of these aerates. You're like, that would be the perfect place to camp. And as you come around the corner you see that it is a skeleton of a creature that must have stood 14 feet high. Whoa. It's, and it's strung up, so it was... Strung up, it was hanged, and uh, it has a 
wooden uh, sign hung over its neck. Temperance, it was hanged, not hung. Don't get excited. <laughs> it's still swinging from the rope, uh, but the bones have been picked clean. It's mm. almost bleached. And there's a wooden sign hanging from around its neck, and it just says, Coward. Jesus. The thing is 14 feet tall. Skeleton is 14 foot high. And it's hanging. Mm-hmm. And it's called a coward. Mm-hmm. My goodness. Already then. So skeleton... Is this humanoid? Yep. Yep, you can see clearly a skull, pelvis, spine, four limbs. So, if, if Jed has something like this, like, as soon as he's out of the rain and he can write on pen and paper without it getting all destroyed, he's going to mark this as Coward's Ledge. Nice. And it's, oh, it's hell yeah. So far, so so named on his map. <laughs> yeah. Are we still going to camp here? I don't see why not. He's not... Are there in any other position to harm us? Are there are there any fresh tracks around here? No, nothing fresh. No one's been here in a while. And it's pretty muddy and pretty rainy, so if anybody'd been here in the last like six or eight hours, you'd know. Just for shit, so I'll do a, I'll do a quick pulse for celestial fiends and undead. Uh, that's a negatorious. Ping only the silly. I will uh, I will obviously bow to her expertise in in like wilderness survival, and I will assist her. If any like checks can be made for setting up the camp or yeah. or, or, or uh, like finding a suitable spot, you know, with uh, survival or anything like that. This also might be a little bit eye opening for Doc because a lot of the local legends and stuff is about how the western half of the continent was once inhabited by large, gigantic men. And you haven't really seen any proof that that's true. Like it's not in museums, they don't write about <laughs> it in textbooks and history and stuff like that, but here in the bone, not the flesh. It is a hanging skeleton of a creature who is obviously at least Ginormous. 12 or 13 feet high, probably closer to 14 or 15. Yep. Alright. Far exceeding your expectations of reality. Yeah, Levi's pretty fascinated by it. Probably nothing like I've seen, though. The signage and the rope are obviously well worn from the weather and somehow have managed to hold up in spite of the fact that. They are supporting a skeletal weight that must have been astronomical with flesh and blood and bone. So you go to bunk down for the night. So, um, so when we um, set up camp, as the very last thing, Mary's going to take out some silver wire and a bell and set up a 20-foot perimeter okay. um, with the, and cast alarm. Oh, such a good spell. And uh, I actually am not sure. Can Rangers, can Rangers ritual cast? No, they can't. Nope. It's a ritual spell. Okay. But uh, she came up with a suitably cool Wild West way to do an alarm spell, so I'm on board 100%. Josh, don't leave. Okay, hey, Josh, we'll miss you. Later, you cannot urinate. I need you here for this. Okay. We need you. Alright, my bladder <laughs> is strong. My will is stronger. Alright. <laughs> oh, and then she takes Your will is stronger than your shows. bladder, so you're going to pee yourself and grit <laughs> through it. I'm going to show you exactly where the wire is and say, if you trip this up, then the wolf will get you. Well, I don't want wolves. I don't want wolves. <laughs> I love your character already. Stay mm-hmm. exactly. terrible. Yeah, mm-hmm. she terrorizes children. So yes, awesome. it's the best. That's my I favorite. I them to behave. <laughs> Now, right. now, Gideon, you just you just lay your head down and you don't look at nothing, okay? I, mean, I, I got the perfect thing for this, but go ahead. Well, I suppose I will take first watch then. Temperance, you get uh, you get some rest. 
You know, maybe it's time I did a watch. I, never, <laughs> I, did, I ain't never done no watch, and I keep it. I don't need a. I don't need to rest right now. Maybe it's time I did one. All right, boy. Good to have someone washing my back. The boy is young. He still needs his sleep, Mister Williams. Yeah, I'm fine. I ain't done nothing all day but ride around and get dragged around like a rucksack. It's already talking Jed, like a man. Jed started kicking out his bed. I was like, "Ah, the boy'll be fine. He needs to learn some skills." He is just a boy, Mr. Blackburn. He's on the verge of being a man. You don't want to be a man unprepared, do you? I'm almost 11. All right, tell you what, Gideon. You join me You join me for a, an hour or two. If you get bored, you go right to sleep. Oh, so you know what it's fine. Like. First hour, <laughs> and, and as Jez drifted off to sleep, he looks over at, at, uh, at Gideon making his first... Uh, first Who did all? <laughs> <laughs> this is mean. <laughs> yeah, well, Jed's a son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, well, an hour goes by, nothing happens. But of course, the watch Gideon probably getting a little heavy lidded. You're a young kid. Sleep catches up to you quick. You probably even hear uh, Levi sings to himself a little bit softly. The Lord he said unto me. Do you like my garden so fair? You may live in this garden If you keep the grasses green I'll return in the cool of the day Now Hold is it. the cool of the day You feel a somewhat familiar tightness in your stomach as you rest on this deck. A cursory test of your supernatural perception reveals no foreign intruders, but the feeling is otherwise unmistakable. The slight metallic tang on your tongue and the sound of your own blood pumping through your body, drowning out the rumble of the storm as it passes overhead. The rain beats down on the rolling hills and rocky red granite collecting in pools and streams, stained crimson by the stone. A particularly loud peal of thunder cranes your neck upward in reaction, and as the rain crashes into your face and pours down your jaw and neck, you rub the worst of it from your eyes. You look at your own hands, and they are covered in warm red blood. All around you, your companions are speckled with it as it rains from the heavens, filling the air with the odor of copper and sin. Nothing is earned without sacrifice. All things must be washed away. A bolt of lightning erupts from the clouds, striking a lone wilting juniper. It splinters and pops, splitting from its largest bough, which is hurriedly swept up in the building torrent of flash flood waters. Though you remember your place, you remember not your cause. Your sins are the storm continues to rage overhead, lightning striking the hilltops and stone mesas with grim ferocity. A bloated, darkened shape appears on the horizon, carried by the force of all the rushing water. It wobbles clumsily on the current until it is close enough to see more clearly the four hooves dangling from the almost mummified corpse of a horse. Oh, boy. White and pale green paper-like hide clings tightly to its ribs, Revealing the empty contents of its stomach where the organs have been left to rot. Yeah, hand on the saber. It washes up on shore in front of you. Shield up. Looking, kind of looking around me. Not, not. He's not quite understanding what's going on right now. 
Was that voice familiar to me? Yeah, very much. Alright, cool. Mm-hmm. Figured it was that, but I had to check. Is it just him, or do yeah, I also hear it? Okay. <laughs> I'm in a nightmare vision here. What right. is your reaction? So this thing washes up. How, how far is it from me? Ten feet. Ten feet? Um, Alright, well, uh, take, probably take a reflex, reflexive like five-foot step back. Um, weapon out. Uh, or rather, shield out and holy symbol out. And I'll do a, another pulse for undead fiends and celestials. Uh, as you use your power to detect such forms, uh, you can clearly feel the power of a celestial nearby, overhead. Overhead. All right. Quick glance up. You don't see anything in mm. cloud cover. Mm. What you do see is the water. I know, right? The water uh, swells the desiccated skin of the corpse, and it grows ever so slightly off the surface of the beast's bone. Impossibly, the shape of the animal rises to its feet with a confused snort. Large patches of missing skin and muscle revealing nothing but the bone beneath. It looks at you with serpent-slitted eyes, which glow a dull yellow for just a moment. It blinks and clambers off through the valley, disappearing into the darkness as the storm rumbles on overhead. This is the horse thing? Mm-hmm. It's a reptilian horse? Apparently so. Badass. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, is, is it moving? Is it like just, just st- straight up sprinting? It's not sprinting. It's trotting along faster than you can walk. Okay. Uh, he'll think to go after for a moment, but then check it, I'll check on my companions. Gideon's falling asleep. Okay. <clears throat> or th- th- do they look alive and breathing? Yep. And when you look again, you sort of clear your eyes. They're not covered in blood. They're just a little wet from the rainwater. Okay. He feels like he's not going to get a chance like this, so he'll uh, he'll go after the after this thing. Moving pretty damn fast. It is even at a trot. It's going quick. He doesn't expect to catch it, more just to understand what's happening. As you pursue, there's this sort of gentle odor of a dead animal, mm-hmm. where you would expect it to be, and the water is now pooling in these rivulets and thick streams and pools and swirling eddies, just. Tainted with this red stone, this powdered stone from the ground-up granite and things that are out here, and it's just this sort of crimson-colored water pooling down in all the various little valleys, mm-hmm. just not soaking into the ground right away. Redness all around. Yep. Okay. <clears throat> Is that uh, feeling my stomach still there? Eventually, it passes. All right, but it takes some time. Yeah, like 20, 30 minutes. <clears throat> Must be looking looking about. Trying to make sense of this whole thing. I'll try to look for, I'll try to look for some clues, some something that I'm missing. You want to roll of some sort? Nope, I don't. Okay. Uh, what I can tell you is that when the horse got up and walked away, uh, your supernatural sense detected an undead. Okay. That's interesting. Uh, anything about its prints? Appears to be simple horse prints. Is it about this thing? Sure, she. Thrice. Yeah. All right. I suppose I will. Uh, I didn't travel too far, so I will just 
try to mount up and give chase on my own horse. What you find is eventually the hoof prints uh, get lighter and lighter and lighter and then cease. Mm. And the uh, the density of the mist and fog and rain and wet just cover up your view of the horizon. Okay. Since I can see in the dark, what do I do? I see anything? No, you just see the the hoof prints basically evaporate. They cease to be present. One one more pulse of, of detection. Uh, you detect nothing anymore. Your range is 60 feet on that, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, this was fruitless. Dad, anyone will believe me. Turn, he'll turn around, dis, uh, disappointed, and just trot back, back to the camp. As you get back, thinking, uh, upon, thinking upon the words. You get back? Yeah. You ride back? Yep. Yeah. <laughs>